Good evening and welcome to this edition of the John and Leah Show. This is the program where we talk about the news of the week, the events of our often bizarre lives, and where we provide you with a three-hour oasis of honesty and rationality in the desert of insanity and deceit, which is the American media, cultural, and political landscape. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. And Leah, as you well know, most editions of the John and Leah Show, I have a very, very good idea how things are going to go. Right. I, I plan the show out fairly meticulously, although leaving a lot of room for audibles and innovation and, and interpretation of uh, where we should go next. But this particular program, I have no idea what's going to happen. This could go away. I like it better that way. <laughs> I hate, you know, structure and all of that. It's way better just to wing it. Well, yeah, maybe. We'll see. Let's determine that three hours from now because based upon the phone conversation and the text message exchange that you and I had this morning about the uh, Hillary Clinton health situation, I'm a little bit uh, trepidatious about how things are going. As a matter of fact, the last thing my wife said to me before I left to do the show was be nice Don't to be Leah. A jerk. <laughs> be, be nice to Leah. That was, I think, the the exact phrase she left me with. Um, yes. And she, she was being uh, very serious. And I, I said, of course, I'm always nice to Leah. Uh, uh, even, even when she's wrong. Um, but all right, here's the deal. Uh, here's what I do know about tonight's program. We obviously have a uh, the 9-11 anniversary, which uh, we will talk about. Uh, there's a couple different anniversaries related to 9-11, which are integral to my life. Uh, in fact, this is the 10th anniversary of probably the most impactful day of my existence, other than maybe another event that I had an anniversary this weekend, which is the death of my mother in a car accident. But 10 years ago today, uh, I uh, the, the Path to 9-11 movie came out, uh, the episode that would end... Eventually, uh, our show at KFI in Los Angeles came about, and I had my wife on the show, and you, I don't know if you even remember this, but you- I you, do. At the end of the interview, you said, do you remember what you said? You to, I, I think I said something like, oh my gosh, you need to go out with her. Yeah, you need to date her. Those are the exact words, and so now I have you to blame- for everything that's happened in the last 10 years, including marriage and a four-year-old and all that. All that yeah, occurred Your in- life's not that bad, so you have me to thank. All right, well, again, kind of like let's reserving judgment to the end of this program. I, I'd like to reserve judgment. <laughs> all the, Until the end of the marriage? Right, all the facts not yet in. <laughs> I don't like to rush to judgment. It's only been 10 years. But all right, so that we're going to get to all that, plus uh, all of the news of this week, which even before today was a, a rather interesting news week, especially when it came to the presidential election. And we will get to all of that. But let's start with the, the news of today, which, of course, revolved around what happened at the 9-11 Memorial in New York City when uh, Hillary Clinton was apparently forced, at least by, uh, you know, by all accounts, forced to leave because she was feeling very ill. And uh, at first, the reports were, you know, she had left, and Fox News came out with a, a report that sounded horrendous, which was that uh, she not only had to leave, but uh, she fainted, she lost a shoe, it was uh, chaotic, uh, she got to be carried into the into the van and, and whisked away. And that report did not get picked up right away. I think partially because it came from Fox News and everybody was a little bit hesitant and it was on, based on one 
unnamed source, and there was no video. Now, what ends up happening is the video comes out, and it's just like Fox News reported, almost exactly. Maybe not quite as dramatic, but maybe that's also having to do with the person as you're hearing it, how you're envisioning it. But it's absolutely accurate, the Fox News description of what happened with Hillary Clinton. And um, it's horrible. I mean, it's a terrible video for her in many, many ways. And then uh, a couple of, I don't know if it was an hour, two hours later, there's a new video of her coming out, uh, waving, smiling, saying she feels great, to inter- uh, having an exchange with a young child, a young girl. And isn't and- it a beautiful day in New York? Oh, that's right. It's 9-11. Never mind. <laughs> this is going to get off to a great start, I can see. All right, so, so that video comes out. And then a few hours later, we are told that she has pneumonia. No, no, no. What do you mean, mean, no? First, we're told she's overheated. No, no. Then a doctor said that she had a stomach virus and was dehydrated. And then the New York Times Mm -hmm. quoted Mm -hmm. a doctor saying that she had pneumonia and was dehydrated. There were three stories today. All right. Well, I I think what what happened here was I passed over those stories because we're up against a break to get to the bottom line, which is we now are to believe the current story is that she has pneumonia and the, um, so, so here's, here's the deal. Um, before we get into, cause I want to hear Leah's analysis of this and then I'll, I'll, I'll provide mine, but before we do any of that, it, I think context is really important here. Most radio shows, talk radio shows, uh, are are not interested in the truth of any matter at all involving especially Hillary Clinton because there's no there, there's no profit to be made there's no benefit at all in even remotely saying anything that could be interpreted even bizarrely as defending or or in any way sure, shape or form being exculpatory towards Hillary Clinton because 99.9% of the audience hates Hillary Clinton doesn't want to hear it doesn't they want to hear a, a version of something that sounds truthful that makes them feel better. That's what talk radio has become. Talk radio, very sadly, uh, and that's what, one of the reasons why the business model is totally broken, is that talk radio has become, let's, let's hear a fairy tale that will make the audience feel better. And, and therefore, you're not allowed to say anything. That's again, you know, if, you, if you say anything less than Hillary Clinton is a lying murderer who um, is a cyborg and uh, or is about to die or, uh, you know, is, is um, the worst person in humanity uh, has ever created, then you're you're doing bad business because well, that, that's not true at all. No, it is. There's it's a absolutely. middle ground. No, there's no, uh, there's there's, no middle ground. There's, there's the no type of person who takes up for every single thing that she does and excuses. Yeah. And that's just. Uh-huh. Flat out not accurate. Uh-huh. I, who is that person, Leah? <laughs> I'm just saying. Who, who is that person? There Leah? is that type who, of person. Who, who, who is that just person? Just like Leah? you're saying, who that is that there person? Is the person who, that who you is have that? Who is that? Everything for. Who, who is that person, Leah? Well, there are. Who is hey, that person, Leah? I'm just saying. Who is that person, Leah? These are the facts. No, there's no, there's not facts there at all. That's not even remotely factual okay. at all. Well, you hey, you're is, not being my, remotely factual no, I'm being, by saying that you have to call her a murderer. That's no, ridiculous. No you, no, you have to. And you, you can't accept okay. the fact that she has pneumonia because, because you know, we don't know what. No one wants to tell me what, what she actually has. But we well, know. We it, don't but, know. But we the can't, stories we, have changed. Because we times. can't. Well, okay. There's a possible explanation for that. But, but, but that would require actually caring about 
logic and the truth and and caring about, you know, not worrying about someone being upset because you're not giving them the fairy tale that they want on that particular day uh, because there's an industry uh, of hatred. And then we have to, and, and, and by the way, part of this industry of hatred towards this person who I have criticized enormously throughout my career, including her husband, my first documentary film, which again is related to this anniversary, is Blocking the Path 9-11, which is an ardently anti-Clinton film. Uh, my second, my second film, Media Malpractice, deals with a lot of these very same issues with regard to the media being in the tank for the Clintons over the years. So I mean, this is it is a, it is preposterous on its face uh, that I get accused of these things without any factual basis. But I get it. I get it's all part of it's all actually to my thesis about the nature of talk radio. So anyway, with that. Um, not fortuitous background and context. When we come back, I want to find out from Leah Brandon what she really thinks is going on with uh, Hillary Clinton's health, and I'll, then I'll give you my version, and then we'll, we'll see where we go from there. This is the John and Leah Show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. That's where you can check out each and every one of the 24 different radio stations in this formerly great nation of ours, which carry the John and Leah Show on a weekly basis. Doing things a little bit differently uh, this particular week because of the the nature of the news and specifically what happened today at the 9-11 Memorial in New York City where we were first told that Hillary Clinton had left because she was overheated. Then a video came out that showed it was really pretty awful. And then a few hours later, after a couple different explanations, we were told uh, through her doctor that uh, Hillary Clinton has pneumonia. Boy, that escalated quickly. All right, so I- I'm very curious as to what Leah Brandon's uh, take and version of this story is. So, Leah, tell us what you think really happened here and what is really going on with Hillary Clinton's health? I don't know. All right, there we go. So let's take a break when we come back. Uh, no. <laughs> I, I mean, I, seriously, I don't know. Um, I mean, the video's terrible. They said she overheated. Mm-hmm. I I don't know exactly what that means i've never overheated to the point where i've fallen and had to be dragged into a van even when you had pneumonia well i've had pneumonia three times Mm -hmm. and let me tell you about pneumonia Mm -hmm. if you have pneumonia um 90 minutes later after going into your daughter's apartment you're not Mm going to come out looking like that okay Uh, okay. that's impossible so so you're saying so you're saying she looks too healthy she looks, so she looks too she healthy. Looked too sick to be overheated mm-hmm. going into the van and right. too healthy to have pneumonia. Hmm. Feels, I don't know what happened. They did logical. say stomach virus in between. Who, um, who said stomach virus? Her, well, another doctor. And, and the doctor that said this. I'm not sure if he was in Chelsea's apartment or not, but it was a different doctor than the one the New York Times was talking right, about. You mean, in now, other words, the one that hadn't actually uh, inspected her and, and diagnosed her on Friday? Well, the second the one pneumonia. hadn't. 
the second one didn't look at her today. Right. The second one supposedly saw her on mm. Friday. But this person said stomach virus. Mm. Now, if it's stomach virus, mm-hmm. I'd be more inclined to believe stomach virus mm-hmm. than pneumonia. And why is that? Because the way she looked when she came out today. I see. So because she's... So the issue here is that she's so healthy looking when she came out that she must be lying about having pneumonia. That that's your that's your story. That's she does. There's I mean, have you had pneumonia? I've had it. I mean, she's sixty nine years old and she's a whole lot healthier than me. Well, there's different levels of pneumonia. I mean, just to be okay. clear. I mean, but it, she's it, falling down, getting into a van, so that's probably pretty bad. Well, she fainted. And, she fainted. I mean, I mean, the video is horrendous. I mean, and look, again, all I'm trying to figure out is what the hell happened and what it means, if anything, to the presidential campaign, because we're in the midst of an incredibly important election. I don't believe that either of these candidates are qualified. I don't want either of them to be president of the United States. I think Hillary Clinton is a horrendous candidate. As I said many, many times, I would have done anything to keep her from being president, except for the fact that on the other side, we got a guy who's a liberal con man who's completely unqualified, as I've said a thousand times on this program. But as far as what really happened here, what, what I would like, and I, and I have this happen so often in, in, you know, in every big story, just tell me what you think occurred. I mean, if you're going to tell me somebody is concocting a big conspiracy uh, or, or telling a massive lie or that there's some other scenario out there that makes more sense, I'm all ears. I am all ears. Just tell me. Tell me. I'm going to give you carte yeah, blanche. Well, tell think, me what you think's look, going on. G- I me. think she tried to hide this mm-hmm. so that we would never, ever know. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that's clear that mm-hmm. she tried to hide it. She kept the press pinned up like she does, ropes mm-hmm. them off, pins okay. them in like animals. I agree. But she got busted. Okay. See, now we're actually okay. now we're actually you're making sense, and I this is very much my theory of what happened. Okay. See, she got busted, so now we're told A, B, and C stories, and I don't know which one is true. Yeah. Well, let me let me tell you what what I think actually transpired here, since you don't want to you either don't have or don't want to tell me what your theory is. What I think happened here is that. Hillary Clinton got diagnosed with pneumonia on Friday. I don't think that she necessarily told everybody in her campaign because she knew that there was a narrative out there put forward by the whack job conspiracy people on the right that her health is in disrepair. That, and if this got out that she had pneumonia, that would be bad. Not to mention the fact that it would impact the nature of what she was going to be able to do on the campaign. And so they didn't know what to do. When this fainting thing happened, I think, to your point, they tried to get away with it because they didn't know if there was a video. If there wasn't a video, I think they were going to just try to pretend this didn't happen. No big deal. Let's move on. So that's why there was a delay in a response. We're up against the break, so let me continue with my theory of what actually transpired here. When we come back... On the John and Leah Show on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network, our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com.
Welcome back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Zickler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com, where you can check out each and every one of my most recent columns for Mediaite, many of which relate to the subject matter that we will cover over the next two and a half hours of the program, including, by the way, the story of my first documentary film, which was about a movie called Path to 9-11, which 10 years ago today was censored by the Clintons. And my movie is absolutely devastating to the Clintons and the news media. I wrote a whole story about that whole saga 10 years later, which you can check out at freespeechbroadcasting.com. Now, in my never-ending and often against my own self-interest quest to find out the actual truth of stories, Leah, I want to go from top to bottom here on, on my theory of what has really transpired with Hillary Clinton's health. And I'm more than eager to hear your response and critique. And if you have questions or or if you disagree with something, hit me. Uh, but I, here's what I think happened, because this is a theory that I believe is logical and consistent throughout. And by the way, does not in any way, shape or form make Hillary Clinton look good. It's just what I believe is the truth. So to back up, we've had these what I believe to be mostly bogus right-wing conspiracy theories. Now, you and I spoke last week about how in her deposition of the FBI interview, she had blamed the concussion several times for not remembering things. And you and I talked about how, wow, she's either lying or there's a major health issue going on here, right? You remember that? Yes. And so, and we- Couldn't remember what the C stood for. Right. And I said, I said, this is really dangerous to her politically because- the way she wins is that far fewer voters, even though they hate her, have, quote unquote, disqualified her from being president than have Donald Trump. That's why I've been saying all along she is the very likely winner. But if her health is not good enough to serve, then that could be a disqualifier. So what we said last week is there's got to be a moment. There's got to be, as you referred to it, as the Rick Perry moment. Remember that? Oops. Yes. There's got to be a moment. Now, that may or may not have occurred today. This was, it was pretty darn close because of the horrific nature of the video. But, but going back, so we, we have these conspiracy theories, largely, I think, birthed by the concussion, which Bill Clinton has acknowledged had a major impact on her. And in the emails, there's indications the concussion had a major impact on her. So that's all legitimate. I got no problem with that. But these right-wing conspiracy theories have gone way beyond the concussion drudge has fueled most of them with Alex Jones, the right wing, not even not a right wing, alt right, nine uh, eleven truther, scumbag, dirtbag, nut job, tinfoil conspiracy guy that drudge has now fallen in love with. They have created this narrative. So Hillary starts to not feel great. I don't know when this happened. She starts. She had the coughing fit about a week ago. Now she's it's been vi- going on and off. Okay, though, but she's for she's, the last year. She's. Well, see, but this is I mean, where, it has. This is you and I this is where you and I are gonna start to have problems because because you you believe this this narrative when we don't know for sure whether that narrative was ever proven. You know, so uh, look, let me tell me let me lay out my whole theory and then we can get into the details, all right? Because otherwise I'll never get through it. So she, she's busy as hell. She's running for president, she's the, the polls are starting to tighten. She knows this narrative is out there. She doesn't feel horrible, and she wants to show everybody she's strong. She certainly doesn't want to go into the hospital because that's going to get out, and that's going to be a bad story for her. Plus, she, she doesn't want to believe that she's sick. 
She's got she's busy. She's got to get going. She's campaigning places to be, places to go, people to see, money to raise. TV uh, you know shows town halls with Matt Lauer to do. In the Matt Lauer town hall, I thought she sounded horrible. I mean from a from a purely physical standpoint, I thought her voice was weak uh and I it seemed to me like she was struggling. So at that point it's clear to me she decides, all right, I got to go see the doctor. So on Friday she goes and sees the doctor. And the doctor, according to the statement that was released late today, says that he diagnosed her with pneumonia. Now, when that happens, Leah, they don't tell everybody in the campaign. Because if they do, it's immediately, immediately leaked to somebody in the news media. So I don't know how, I don't pretend to know the inner workings of the Hillary Clinton campaign. But, but I can assure you that only a handful of people knew she had pneumonia. And, you know, there's a thing called walking pneumonia, which is not that big of a deal. It's where you feel like you can function, you just don't feel that great. So then she, it's not 9-11 memorial. She's not going to miss that, obviously, especially as a former senator from New York. So she goes to the 9-11 memorial. She's dehydrated. She's sick. She has to bolt. She probably, by the way, stays longer than she should because she's afraid of making a scene and how it's going to look, which, so she miscalculates how poorly she's feeling. And then as she's getting put into the van, she faints. Now the video is, I, to me, the video looks far worse than it probably actually was. It looks to somebody who wants to see it this way, like she's having a seizure because she's bobbing up and down, right? It looks to me. No, it doesn't look to me like she's having a seizure. It looks to me like she's trying not to fall over. Okay, well, the way I interpret it is she's out on her feet and the person behind her is not sure what the hell's going on and they're not prepared to be holding her whole, her whole weight and they're trying to kick, keep her up and that's why you get the bobbing look because every time they pull her up, she falls back down and it looks like a seizure. But okay, fine. If you don't think it's a Some people out there, that's, nah. that's feeding a lot of conspiracy theories that, oh, wow, this is... A stroke or something way worse. No, okay, all right. no, no. All right, no. So whatever. Okay, I'm just so so. She gets into the van, and then then we hear silence. All right, we we we. No, first we hear is from Fox News Channel, from one unnamed source. And what I think happens during this time period is, and the reason why the Clinton campaign went into radio silence and probably into a little bit of panic, is the campaign didn't know. The campaign didn't know she had pneumonia. And she's passed out. And the campaign has to get together and figure out how the hell they're going to deal with this. So that's why in the quote-unquote fog of war, you get a first story out there that's not accurate. I also, from a more nefarious standpoint, think they were waiting to see what evidence was out there because they didn't know there was a video. They, They didn't know there was a video. They didn't know how the media was going to react to this. It was kept them pinned in. They were hoping nobody saw it. It it was possible that there was no good video and that with the 9-11 anniversary going on, the media ignores it. Well, neither of those two things turned out to be a reality (laughs) because there was a video and even CNN, the Clinton News Network, was all over this once the well new, one, right they were forced to do it because msnbc and fox were all over uh, it well for whatever 
whatever their motivation. I'm not the look. I'm the last person on the freaking planet going to be defending anybody in the news media. Okay, I'm just telling you that I was watching CNN for about an hour and five minutes didn't go by without at least one viewing of that videotape. So they didn't try to to spike it at all. So at that point, the Clinton campaign knows they've got a problem. There's a video. The media ain't in a tank on this for us. So what are we going to do? Well, at that point, they decide, all right, let's tell the truth, which is Hillary's got pneumonia. She was diagnosed on Friday. Here's the doctor's letter. Now, here's why I'm so confident I'm right. Not only does that make sense, but if you were going to lie, okay, let's forget about the fact that this doctor is putting his entire career on the line. Those things used to matter, but in conspiracy theories, they don't. I get that. Everyone thinks if you're going to lie, you're going to lie, you're going to lie, and everyone's going to lie for you. That's not true, but that's what conspiracy nut jobs think. But let's pretend, let's pretend the doctors decided, you know what, my whole career, I'm just going to put it on the line right here uh, for Hillary Clinton, and I'm going to lie and say that I diagnosed her with pneumonia on Friday. If you were going to make up that story, Leah, that's not the story you would make up. You what would, would you make up? Here's what you, you would say, because you had plenty of time, that I, the doctor came to see her today. By the way, part of the fog of war element is this is a Sunday. If that happens to be the anniversary of 9-11, it's a Sunday. Not exactly easy to track everybody down on a dime and get statements and figure out exactly what you're going to do. But, but I digress. Let's go, back, let's go back to what the lie would be. The, if you were going to go with a pneumonia lie, you would never, ever say it was diagnosed on Friday. You would say she got diagnosed today. That's just basic logic because by saying that you diagnosed her on Friday, you're acknowledging you're acknowledging that the campaign withheld this information. By the way, you're acknowledging that a, a woman with pneumonia came out and you know basically breathed all over a little girl knowing she had pneumonia as a photo op. That's terrible. That, that is well, that, that is a no, no, no. What, what, what do you mean no? No, no, don't give me no, why. no, no. What, what, what's wrong with that theory? She was advised to rest, but you know Hillary is so go get him that she wanted to be there at ground well, zero well, by the because way, that's exact- she cares oh, okay. about America. All right, Leah, this is where you're going to get really pissed me off because if Donald Trump had gone to the 9-11 memorial, had fainted, and we found out that two days ago he was diagnosed, or three days ago was diagnosed with pneumonia, the headlines on Drudge and Breitbart.com would be Donald Trump heroically goes to 9-11 Memorial despite illness. Dr. Drew is amazed with his strength and stamina and courage. That's the way this would be played. And every yeah, conservative well, every conservative would lap it up. Lap that's it coming. up like they've lapped everything else up with, with regard to Donald Trump. So don't give me this notion that somehow, uh, you know, conservatives are such flipping hypocrites thanks to Donald Trump because that's exactly how 90% of conservatives would be playing this right now. They would be playing this as, boy, Trump had so much respect for the event that despite pneumonia, he was able to somehow get there. And Okay, was- I don't know how we got on Donald Trump. No, well, because we you- were talking about Hillary Clinton. No, and, but Leah, you have not explained how that lie makes any sense at all why not? that's what i just if you're gonna lie said to you if you're gonna lie why not say you diagnosed her today why not why not then you'd have the question about why didn't she go to the hospital no 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 that's 
wait a minute, hold on. You don't need to go to a hospital. She went to Chelsea's apartment. Right, you can be diagnosed from anywhere. I mean, for, uh-huh. Okay. So, okay. But, but so, by the way, Leah, by the way, where did she go? Where did she go after she left Chelsea's apartment? Where, where did she go? Home. Well, how do you know that? Because how do you it know was that? reported. She, I mean, they could have eased. There was hours that she could have, they could have eased. If they're going to lie, because remember, if you're going to say, oh, everything's a lie. It's all a big lie, except when we don't <laughs> want it to be. It's all a big conspiracy. Then why not just say, well, she went to the doctors. She went you to the asked hosp- me she went to the why hospital this they afternoon, would say and that's when she was diagnosed Friday, with pneumonia. And I said to you that it makes better sense because now they can say Hillary Clinton was advised to rest, just mm-hmm. like it said in the statement. Right. But she loves this country so much. Uh-huh. She put her own health they at done rest they to go down they there. They could have done that more plausibly if they had said she was diagnosed with pneumonia today and said, boy, she really felt horrible and decided to go to the 9-11 memorial anyway. You're not making any flipping sense. because no. you, you're in- you just don't want to listen. No, no, no. Leah, you, you, are, you are part of this diseased... <laughs> okay. Diseased I am. right okay. wing. The diseased Great. right wing that doesn't care. You don't oh. care about facts, logic, or anything that makes any damn sense. It's, it, it, it's That's uh, me. No, it is. It's a sad thing that's what's happening. It is a very sad Let's thing. Let's get your happening. wife on the phone now. Leah, you're the, you're the one who started this off with, uh, uh, in the first segment, first segment you accused me of defending Hillary Clinton at all costs, which is just Flat out. It's just flat out ridiculous. All right, when we come back, uh, more on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network. Back. This is the John and Leah Show. My name is John Ziegler. My co-host is Leah Brandon. Our website is freespeechbroadcasting.com. And let's finish off with this a big story of the day with regard to Hillary Clinton's health. As I expected, unfortunately, things have gotten far too contentious between uh, Leah Brandon and, I, and myself. I take full responsibility for that, and I'm sorry, Leah. But um, I, I'm like ready to go home. Well, do you- I'm like I can't take it anymore. You know, well, I, I don't understand why we're so at each other's throats anymore, and it's just no fun. I just yeah, feel right. like well, it's well, just constant, it, yeah. not just you, but right. the whole presidential race oh, I hate is nothing election. but a big, huge beat down every time. It's okay. like, why do you think I'm so into horse racing now? <laughs> All I want to do is talk about horse racing because this stuff is killing me. And then when my co-host, who I've known for 15 years and I adore, actually thinks I'm a freak and I've lost my freaking mind, I just want to unplug and go watch horse racing. All right. Well, look, (laughs) I share share your disdain for this election. I mean— I just want November to come. uh, I I can't—this—I mean, you know— um, my mother was killed in a car accident 22 years ago this weekend, and if that had not happened, this election would have killed her for sure. Uh, it might still kill me. Uh, I, 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 I can't stand it, all right? Um, I, I, I can't stand any element of it because both of these candidates are horrendous. But what bothers me most and why I get upset, as I did in the last segment, and, in, and inappropriately so in the last se- segment, 
is that there is this mentality now on our side, our side, which I've been defending for my entire life at great personal cost to my career and, and every ever element of my life, that I always thought, I thought we were better than the other side. And I thought that we actually cared about, you know, facts and logic and consistency and, and principles. And all that has gone completely well, out the window for everybody. I'm not, not there's something to do with you. It's the pendulum. Okay. You know why? It's because of what's happened over the last eight years and just getting beat over the head with we're going to do this, we're going to do this, and not ever having it happen. And so the pendulum has gone in the other direction. I think there's something to be said for what you're saying, that there, there is a uh, kind of a, a post-traumatic st- stress disorder type of deal going on. I, I, I actually think that a lot of what facilitated Donald Trump was subconscious yes. jealousy over the whole Obama thing. Well, hell, if they can do it, if they can put up an unqualified media darling, why don't we do that? And it doesn't matter that he's not qualified. It doesn't matter that he's inconsistent. It doesn't matter that we have no idea what he really believes. It doesn't matter that his past ought to disqualify him. We're just going to go with this because, you know, he's a big celebrity and, and uh, you know, a certain a segment of the population seems to really like him. Before we get to Trump, which we'll do more in the, in the hour number two, let's just finish off on the health thing because I want to bottom line this. All right. I don't know yet whether or not this was the Oops. Uh, moment that we referred to last week that's going to be the game changer, it might be. Obviously, it depends on how well she recovers. I don't and, think it is. Uh, you know, well, if, if she's really, actually, seriously sick and it's not pneumonia, we're going to know that. We're going to know that it's not something you can hide in a presidential campaign. It's just, especially when the person is 69 years old. It's not possible, which is part of the reason why I'm fairly, I'm, I'm really confident. I am really confident that she has pneumonia and that the campaign half lied and half didn't know what the hell was going on uh, in the chaos of the moment today. That doesn't, I'm not defending them. I'm just telling you what I think makes sense. And I think she has pneumonia. And if she recovers and, there's no other health issues between here and the, the election. This will be a blip on the radar screen that's no big deal. But, but it is now an indelible part of the narrative. So, you know, what we talked about in theory last week is now even more relevant in reality today. And that is that because this happened on 9-11, 9-11, and had a viral video attached to it, and you know, largely at least a little bit of deceit involved with the explanation and all these conspiracy theories that preceded it. Because of that, there is now no way she escapes a future Oops. moment. Like, for instance, at the debates. So well, if, she, if she has an... A, a, so that's, that's the real significance here. If she does not recover properly or if she has a massive hip cup either at a debate or at a major speech where it's just plain awful, then she's done. And Donald Trump is going to be president. I don't know what the chances of that, of that happening are. I'd, I'd say they're probably less than 50-50, but there's a chance I'm not of it. so sure because I think that no matter what, like I think people would vote for a dead Hillary Clinton. Well, some would over Donald Trump. But Absolutely. if she, but, but if she's but if she truly is 
sick to the point where she can't perform the functions of the office or the people aren't, aren't confident enough in it, uh, then she's toast. And I don't th- I honestly don't think she's there. I know a large part of the right wing conspiracy believes it. It doesn't make sense what they believe because no one will tell me what she actually has. Well, we don't is, know. Well, I mean, I it, trust maybe it is pneumonia. What? Which doctor? The pneumonia doctor or the stomach virus doctor? Let's not start this again. All right, hour number two, other news of the week, coming up next on the Free Speech Broadcasting Network.